0: This is Alan, this is Brandon, and welcome to D6 Minutes, the miniatures gaming podcast where we choose a bunch of topics and talk about them for as long as the dice decide.
1: All right, so we've had an extra hot weekend here. Has that made you stay inside and get lots of work done on your minis? Like, what have you gotten Uh, done this week?
0: No, it's too hot. But I did get a bunch done uh, because it has started to cool down. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, um i finally i don't think i mentioned this before uh yeah i i, I finally finished oh do you,
1: do you want to ask the dice what how long you should be saying this for first oh, yeah, yeah as as is the way two minutes all right
0: i don't know if i mentioned this last time but i finally finished all of my um my 3d printed vanguard minis so i got a giant army and i ended up actually playing it
1: so the vanguard is- are kind of like sci-fi Marinish stuff
0: yeah, like uh, they're super big. They're bigger than 40k Space Marines. They're like Halo, like super tough guys. And there's there's guys that are even like chunkier than that. So yeah, so I finished painting those guys off. And because I finally finished painting those guys off, I also started my Infinity, uh, my Infinity models again in anticipation for the upcoming tournament. Nice. Yes. Yeah, so finally uh, got started getting paint on my Namur, and if I finish off that, then I can actually start playing Rama.
1: Yeah. Alright, well, for what I've been doing and most been working on some terrain stuff, actually two different terrain projects, one for the store, one for us, I guess. And uh-huh. doing like some desert terrain. So I've been painting up like rock formations. Mm. And the main thing about yep. painting them is I kind of had to like to make them look natural. So I just started with uh-huh. a lighter color and then started washing them with more of like a grey tone and then an orange tone all all at the same time. Like a really heavy wash. Uh-huh. But yeah. just for having anything look natural, it helps to have multiple colors going on at once. So I didn't just paint sure. one color, paint the other, kind of took the gray at the same time and the orange and just do a little bit of orange here, do some grey there, and it kind of cool. even just after that step it had a pretty good natural look to it. So and then of course the usual after that you do you wash and you dry brush to to yeah. make it all look textured.
0: Great. So so are you uh, getting – is it done right now, or, or are you still working through it?
1: Oh, the stones are done. Okay, cool. Awesome. So, now it's, yeah, now you got to show me
0: afterwards. I now it's I on to making
1: an entire board out of the same sort of texture look.
0: <laughs> that's, uh, so you can have a ground, actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Uh, all right, I guess that's what we've been working on. Nice, short, and sweet.
1: All right, I think last time so, you started off with one, so should I start off with one this time? Sure, sounds good. All right, in in celebration of Warhammer 40K, just getting a 10.1 edition, we'll, yes. we'll go back to the 10th edition for something I don't think we've asked, is for the starter box they came out with of the Marines versus the Tyranids, what's yep. your favorite mini from that box?
0: Favorite mini from the box? Mm-hmm. One minute. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Actually, I I just realized now that I think about it, this is really boring. Uh, But it's very obvious and I could talk about this for a long time. So my favorite mini from the box, as you see, I'm dragging things out, even though it's only one mid, uh, is definitely the Terminator. So the, no, the normal Terminator Mm. with the Power Fist and the Storm Bolter. The one that looks like just an upscaled, super nice Terminator. The, The Terminator design is great, right? And so when they upscale it and make it true scale, it looks amazing. And I kind of, I think I might have mentioned this before, now that I think about it. I kind of want one or two just to paint and to add to my collection. Even
1: after you said you just painted a whole bunch of like cool Vanguard and Mariney things. Well, I'm done painting those. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's fair. So, how about uh, you? Like, I'm not really a. I'm more of a Marine player than the Tyranid player. But uh-huh. I looked over the Marines and like, because they're all sort of the same-ish. sameish kind of got. You painted at them. a lot
0: of Terminators before.
1: I yeah, I have a lot of Terminators that I painted and have a lot more to paint. <laughs> I swear I'll paint some, but. Mine's actually the neurogaunt, it's the just neurogaunt. different. It's the sort of psychic-ish thing that's like the brain with tentacles oh, coming God. out the bottom, with like carapace around the head. It just—I've seen the yeah. other Tyrannus designs before, so they didn't like jump at me. But yeah. this thing actually looked new and cool. Like it seemed like to have a lot of painting yeah. potential for Nins, because it's got the tentacles, it's got like stuff yeah. you can make glow, it's got the carapace. It's
0: just—it's like an updated. What, what are they called before Ner- the the brain bugs the ones that look like little fetuses
1: yeah did they actually get rid of them in the new edition i'm not sure if they did or so. not
0: no i don't think hmm, so okay. it just looks like a better version of it
1: yeah exactly that's why and i think it just being bigger gives it more painting potential too
0: so, mm-hmm. so those terminators are big
1: mm-hmm. yeah i, yeah, I know great. they have they have good painting <laughs> potential too so i know
0: all, all right. i noticed
1: we don't like big stuff as much we're like oh big stuff's cool in that box <laughs>
0: Well, none, we didn't choose super big stuff, so.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so my turn, right? Yep. All right, so I got a question. Uh, I was recently looking up or, or saw a whole bunch of miniatures that were more modern in look, and I was also talking with uh, one of the guys from the store, and he has a like a near-future kind of post-apocalyptic game that he's working on, right? Yep. And it made me uh, wonder, what do you think about playing modern? Like modern, but would that be something that you would actually play? And how fa- how fantastic does that have to be? If you wouldn't play just like straight out modern, how fantastic would it actually have to be for you to play it? Mm. Two minutes.
1: Yeah, that's it. A decent time. So, I don't think I'd want to play modern army men versus other army men because I have no interest in playing just like an army man game. To get mm. me interested, I think it would have to just be more like mercenaries or just more like ordinary people in like the zombie setting game. Because when mm. I like, I care a lot about the interest in going to go into the game. So having sure. just like a squadron of all the same dudes would not interest me. So like a modern special forces versus special forces game, I'd be out. But if it was more like a civilian, basically like a zombicide, but not with crappy zombicide rules.
0: Signatures. Oh, Rules. Yeah. hmm The rules,
1: <clears throat> mm-hmm. oh, the rules of that yeah. game. It's, it's,
0: yeah. Anyways,
1: it's too co op for me. <clears throat>
0: yeah, that sort actually, of
1: setting would get me.
0: Yeah. I do like zombicide the the models. Obviously, if they, had, if they were high quality, that would be even be better. But I do like the design of zombicide models. Mm-hmm. But I'm not that into zombies.
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I, also it's mo- when you said modern, I'm like it can't be zombie side because that's still just like fan- that's too fantasy.
0: No, no, I'm wondering, <laughs> you know, it, like from modern, how far does it have to get? So if you, if you're saying it has to get to like a zombie level fantasy, that's fine, mm-hmm. right? For me, I I kind of do like it. Like I said, I like the zombie side, just the guys. Um, I don't like the idea of actual modern modern right because Mm -hmm. it's too realistic right there's so much of that already happening mercenaries and killing and stuff like that it's too close and it's too yeah it's too much uh and i feel like if you're talking about modern conflicts you're always going to be grafting your personal politics onto it and that becomes uh i i I don't want to know everyone's politics (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, so sometimes it's better not to know those things so i don't really like the mod the the too modern but when you once you get to zombies i think that that'll work even though i don't like zombies but i think it can get to post-apocalyptic or even spy movie like where it's just ridiculous over-the-top spies mm-hmm. or uh, that could work as well but yeah the, the, the easiest thing to do is post-apocalyptic
1: yeah, it's kind of feel like a ragtag team out of a movie for me to be like, oh, this could be cool. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. So that to me, I, I guess I could enjoy.
1: Mm-hmm. Then again, I like that in every type of game. So it's just putting the same thing I like in every game yeah. of a ragtag bunch of people coming together into modern.
0: So. Yep, and I don't, I don't mind uh, relatively like, like a little bit future modern, I guess, kind of weaponry. You know kind of like uh, ariana and infinity i think a lot of their guys look cool so
1: yeah yeah they just have little bits of extra added on all right so on the note of us having a tournament at the store for infinity Uh i've been thinking is it better because like a lot of stores will be actively involved in organizing the tournaments themselves and then some other mm-hmm. places, like with how we do Infinity Tournaments at our store, that's actually the community that sort of gets together, creates the event, and then the store just supports it by being like, yeah, we'll dedicate the game space that day and collect all of the, the money for doing prizes and stuff. But the community actually like arranges the thing themselves. Mm-hmm. Which do you think is actually better for promoting games, having the game store do it themselves or having a community do it?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Two minutes.
1: We, we could do a whole podcast on this one, but yeah. Two,
0: two, two, one, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, you were just doing math. I see.
0: All right. Um, I think... I actually think... It's probably... If you had to choose one or the other, mm-hmm. I feel like... The store? Because the store allows people together and it can get people outside and it can create that type of community and having the support of the store helps bring people together but i do think you kind of need both on the other hand if you don't have stores you know a community can be formed by itself anyways right but you're not gonna it's much harder to get people outside right like if, if you only have the community how are you dragging people outside of you know you know personal connections into your group and maybe you just need personal connections but a store is like you know a third way, a third place and when they run it themselves mm-hmm. they're able to drag all these people together and organize things assuming that they you know have time to organize those things so so obviously someone on the staff has to be passionate about it mm-hmm. uh, and th- that kind of makes them even if it's run by the store they they just become part of the community it's just the community is led by someone in the store. I
1: don't yeah, know, what do you, you think? Oh, like I like how we run the tournaments as a community because you sort of you get the game you want as the community. But just from what I've seen of when the store does organize stuff, so many more people jump on board just because they know it's mm-hmm. that there's probably the whole reliability factor. There's yep. They, they just expect people are going to be there and it's going to be run and the store has the reach because people often follow yeah. the store on their various platforms so mm-hmm. despite what I like about the idea of having communities, I think that mm-hmm. just like the stores' organizing tournaments makes them just more effective and more I don't know just more yeah. they attract people more
0: yeah I do like it having both where where the store supports you know someone in the community but that's there's, there's more of a tight coupling or or possibly the 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 community helps out the store and running the mm-hmm. event, right? Yeah, cuz for the store to have
1: all the yeah. train and all that is a huge ask for the store. So there has to be yep. the community. So it's, it's difficult to say.
0: Yeah, yep. um and oftentimes one of the things, well, I guess there's two things it's like. Oh well, I can't really talk about it because we're running out of time.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know I said this could be a whole a whole thing, but yeah. All right. My next question. So. Do you want to talk about terrain? I don't know. Nope. Nope. Uh, Do you get into a game because of the the theme? Did I ask this before or whatever? Theme or mechanics? More? And why?
1: This feels like our longer form questions almost, but
0: maybe we'll roll high. I don't know. I feel like we've asked this, but. And why do you think so? So theme versus mechanics. Two minutes. This thing going wow. two is the Golden 2, apparently.
1: Wow, okay, you better bring this next time we play our game, because I just want to win doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, uh, do I get into game of theme or mechanics? I get into games because of themes, because you can't really grasp the mechanics off the bat, like, or at least I'm not yeah. willing to delve into them immediately to such depth before I'm like, ooh, this looks cool, so... And usually I get into minis, and minis fall more into the theme category. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't stay for theme though. Like yeah. Necromunda was amazing. We played it. The theme stayed amazing, and we found out the mechanics were crap, and we left. 40k, same yeah. thing. Like amazing, left. Yeah. Drop the commander. Like you you come in for the theme, and then yeah. you stay for the mechanics. I think that's how I kind of find I always operate.
0: No, that makes a lot of sense uh yeah i kind of i think i kind of agree um there's just there's a few games that you kind of that that people get in for the mechanics mm-hmm. um but they're very very few right a lot of them mm-hmm. are, are word of mouth right when you're like oh this this these mechanics are are, are really cool like one page rules the, the whole thing, it's it's like the game, right? The rules first, right? It's like, oh well, uh, but they kind of cheat because you get the theme from 40k, <laughs> and then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, but play our game because the mechanics, you know, the 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 rules are so much simpler, easier to play, right? Yep. And also free. And so, um, yeah. But I think the majority of the time, people get hooked by like cool art or a cool line, byline or cool idea, mm-hmm. and then, and I think. That definitely happens for me whenever I see them, right? It's almost like you want to... It needs to be at least somewhat interesting theme before you're mm-hmm. like, and then the mechanics are cool. Okay. Sometimes you don't necessarily need the theme. It's the miniatures, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like they- Infinity, I wasn't that into the theme or the mm-hmm. story at all. Just the miniatures look cool. And then when I started playing the game, I was like, oh, this is really good. so So i don't know if you want maybe i should have said miniatures as well that would make it more (laughs) interesting whatever Mm -hmm. two minutes (laughs) yep
1: all right well now now for the most topics we've ever had on any podcast Uh so i'll go for another one that you know to just come Uh up with so i know you just bought a bunch of the last girl miniatures which i think advertises itself as a board game but it got me thinking
0: it is a board game
1: Okay. If you're gonna play a solo game, like as a miniature gamer, do you think it's, or maybe not even as a miniature gamer, if you're gonna play a solo game, do you think solo games just work better as board games than they do as miniature games? Just because, well, more just, do they work better with having tiled spaces than just having an open board? I think that's the real question I want to come to. Because we're mm. we're talking about miniatures so that's the best. Okay. Thing you want to wanna
0: bet? Do you want to bet that I'm gonna roll a six now?
1: That's how the, the dice is cursed, yeah.
0: No, it's just three.
1: Oh, okay.
0: That's pretty good.
1: So solo games, spaces versus.
0: I think. Free move. If if there's still miniature games, uh, free move, hmm. because that's what I personally like. Yep. Uh, but for and we don't have other we don't have time people, to get in,
1: into the definition of miniature game versus board game in three minutes.
0: Yeah, but I can say that if it's a miniature game mm-hmm. and you're a miniature type gamer, like free move, you get the benefits of free move throughout it, right? And the other yeah. thing is, like, you almost get the benefits, like, none of the necessarily negatives of free move uh, mm-hmm. mechanics because, you know, one of those things is, is you know, being going too far or too short right? Accidentally measuring it wrong. But yeah. when you're playing against yourself, who cares? It's you. You're always happy with the movement. You're exactly. like,
1: oh, I think that was too far. Okay, I'll move it yes, back. Exactly. Okay, I'm happy now. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Right, you're like,
0: oh, this is too. This guy's too tough. Well, oh, I'm just gonna like, give me a, give me a gimme. Oh, he just didn't make it or something like that. And you can err mm-hmm. on the stuff. So you can do whatever you need to, to, to make it work. And I think that really helps. But at the same time, solo games selling into a lot of of not as deep into the rabbit hole uh miniature gamers i think it's really good to have spaces but that's more of if you listen to my podcast uh the last one um it's a really good way to get new people into the game having spaces Mm -hmm. and i and so i think it really just depends on what you're going for i i think that's the real divider but for me It doesn't change anything if it's solo. Mm -hmm. How about you?
1: So, I think for me, I would almost prefer the spaces. Just because I see a solo game as like a puzzle thing that's Uh there to solve rather than like trying to build the whole thing. And also, if I'm playing a solo game, like I want to be able to have everything collected there, like have the whole game built. And I don't want to be like having to build all new terrain to play the mission. So. (laughs) <laughs> i would rather it come with like spaces it needs to have terrain like i feel that has to have terrain okay but i would prefer I it feel to have... like this
0: is more about the packaging of a game if, if mm-hmm. a solo game should be more piecemeal rather than spaces it's not just spaces you're talking about you're mm-hmm. talking about a more uh in the box board game feel rather than mm-hmm. rather than a free form tabletop miniatures kind of like how much effort I put into building terrain for Rangers or Shadow Deep, mm-hmm. and you just come over, so it's all <laughs> built and you don't yeah, have to just, worry
1: about it. <laughs> it's hugely essential to playing a solo game. Like you have to you have to have all the pieces there. Like beyond the beyond the terrain, you have to have the miniatures too. Like that's a huge part of it. Yep. And I and because it's a puzzle, I feel like it just it's easier to have the sort of computer controlled, AI controlled, whatever you want to call it, enemy. Just do different types of activations if there is like the grid system going on. Because it just it's easier to explain what they should be doing, whereas if it's free form, it's harder to come up with like it's harder to have them do like weird activations in appear places if that sort of thing doesn't exist.
0: So it's free form, you can do it. It has infinite spaces. That's what you, you
1: can. Yeah, yeah. I know I know Rangers of Shadow Deep does it and things appear yeah. places. But I just feel it's how they appear could be more mm-hmm. interesting if the board was more rigidly defined. So Sure. You're wrong. Not no <laughs> Well, yeah, because in practice I don't want to play one of those grid based miniature games. Like I want to play Rangers and it's free form, yeah. so anyways.
0: Yep. All right. Well, uh, well, that's that's cool. We kind of disagreed. Uh, we could definitely talk about that more. But we're out of time. So mm-hmm. uh, that's it for these questions for this week. It was only five questions plus, plus one because mm-hmm. of, uh, yeah. So in any case, uh, that's it for this week. If you have any questions you want us to answer, uh, send them over at uh, contact at diceovereverything.com yep, or find us on Facebook or Dice Over Everything. This has been Alan. Yeah, this has Brandon. Bye.